This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Day six of the Calgary Stampede, the greatest outdoor show on earth. Uh, we're going to reset the Calgary Stampede and set up tonight's GMC Rangeland Derby. 7.30 tonight, Robin Ingram is going to join us for Len T. Wong and Associates. Cowboy Kevin Smith, he's around the corner at 7 o'clock tonight. It's our daily hookup with Global Sports. But I tell you what, they teach you in broadcasting school, do not bury the lead. And tonight... We have our lead guest to kick things off on Sports Talk with Jock. As you know, football fans, we've got the Stampeders, the Montreal Alouettes going head-to-head Friday night in Montreal. It's a 5 o'clock kickoff. Our Truman Insurance pregame show is on the air at 3.30. Here's the scenario that Stampeder fans probably want to see. They want to see another Calgary Stampeder win, but they would love to see eight catches from Nick Lewis to become the fourth player in CFL history to reach 1,000 in his career. And who better to talk about that than Nick at night himself. And Nick Lewis joins us right out of the shoot tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. Mr. Lewis, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How you doing? I, I am excellent. Thank you. you still have your cowboy hat for when you were a Calgary Stampeder? I do, but they're in Texas right now. <laughs> they're in Texas right now. Uh, fair enough. No, no, there's no need to wear cowboy hats in Montreal. Uh, okay, I, I understand that. People would say, "What the hell are you? <laughs> what, what the heck are you wearing if, if you put a cowboy hat on?" I'm sure, right? I, I still get to see all the pictures of the guys posted going to Stampede, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I miss it thoroughly. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Hey, how, how's the season been for you, Nick? It's going well. Um, you know, we we've been in games. Uh, we played some tough games, and. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a tough season. If you're watching all the games, there are a lot of close games, and we've got to be able to pull them out in the fourth quarter um, when it's time to win. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, you've got a new quarterback in Darian Durant, and as I mentioned right out of the shoot, you're eight catches away from 1,000. I think Stampeder fans would love to see that happen this Friday night. They would love to see you become the all-time leading receiver, probably when the Montreal Alouettes are here in Calgary uh, Friday, September the 29th. But but first of all, let me ask you, uh, hitting the 1,000, uh, Mark, when it comes to career catches, what what will that mean to you when that happens, Nick? You know, honestly, I hadn't even thought about that one second. Really? Um, I guess my focus has been so much on on Terry Vaughn at 1,006 that I hadn't even thought about the milestone of 1,000. Um, just knowing when I first arrived in Calgary, getting all the comparisons to Terry Vaughn um, early in my career, that's been a number that's really stood out to me, uh, just like Alan Pitts was, you know, with the with the catches and, and yards and things like that. So those are two guys that I feel like I've been chasing my whole career, and it'll be such an honor to, to get to that. Well, you know, Terry Vaughn is one step, and of course he's number three on the list. And then you've got a Montreal great in Ben Cahoon at 1,017, so that's on your radar. And then, let's be honest, Nick, it, it, it is probably about G-Roy, 1,029. So what are you, 38 catches away from passing G-Roy? That is obviously on the radar. Oh, yeah, going into the season, uh, after the season I had last year with 102 catches, um it is a big driving force uh, for me to come back and try to obtain that as well. So, um, you know, I always want to go out and play winning football, but personally, uh, to to reach those standards of the guys that set before me is is an honor. 
Have you looked in the calendar? Is there, you know, you had five catches last week. You know, you're, you're eight away from 1,000 right now. Um, you know, would you like to average like six a game, seven a game, or, or do you just, hey, when it happens, it happens? You know, when it happens, it happens. Um, of course, you'd like to get it out of the way as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to go out and have a couple 10-catch games and, and get there really quick. But um, when it happens, it happens, and I'm just grateful to still be doing it uh, at this level, but, you know, still climbing the charts. You know, it's interesting because you mentioned Terry Vaughn, and, of course, you know, he started his career here in Calgary, and, you know, the comparisons were made between you and him. Now you're playing in Montreal, and, and Ben Cahoon's 1,017 is obviously on the radar. He was a great Alouette. Uh, is that getting a lot of talk right now in Montreal that, that you're close to passing Ben? No, and, and the funny thing is, you know, I'm only I'm 21 yards from passing him in, in, in yards. That's right. Uh, for sixth. So, um, yeah, uh, I've talked a little bit about it, but but not very much. I don't I don't know what we'll talk about tomorrow uh, for our media stuff uh, before our last media attempt for the game. So um, it's just something that I'm just keeping my head down and working. Well, you know, it's interesting, Nick, because you mentioned Ben Cahoon with the, the yards, uh, 13,301, and, of course, he's number six all-time right now. And, and that's something that I'm sure is going to probably fall this Friday night, I, I would think. I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope so, too. You know, I, I, I would hope so. So, you know, it just says uh, I teach all the kids and, and everybody I talk to about consistency, and, and I believe that both of these records um, from catches and yards – uh, to be able to get to where we're at or where I'm at is is about consistency and and play to be around this long, but also to um, you know still be one of the guys mm-hmm. that can that teams can depend on and go to uh, and not just be a guy on the field. Yeah. Uh, here's the other interesting thing for me. Uh, you've right now played 215 CFL games. G. Roy in his career played 227. So there is a chance that you're going to pass G. Roy and play less games. I think that's significant too, Nick. Wow. I didn't realize that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, um, and then like with Jock Chapdelaine and his offense, um, to know what G. Roy had and to be able to, uh, you know, it was about getting G. Roy the ball and now allowing G. Roy to be the playmaker. Um, and for me, I, I shared the ball with, with greats, uh, Jermaine Copeland, Kenyon Rambo, uh, Rombie Bryant, um, Ryan Thelwell, Brett Ralph, Joffrey Reynolds, John Cornish, and, and guys like that, you know, to be able to get team wins, uh, to have team success, uh, but a lot of people to have personal, to reach personal milestones, cope with over 10,000 yards in the CFL mm-hmm. um, as well. So I think it's pretty amazing to be able to share the field with those guys but still be able to reach these uh, milestones. And, and how many different quarterbacks have thrown you the ball, Nick, off the top of your head, you know? Oh man, I think it's close to twenty, if yeah. not over twenty. That's amazing. I think I had seven my rookie year, and then seven or eight my first year in Montreal. So <laughs> there's fourteen. And then if you throw in like Danny Wimprine and, and Jason Gesser and Achilles Smith and Barry Neely, uh, and the list goes on. Um, yeah. So there's a there's a lot of those guys in there uh, that I've been fortunate to to be able to to catch the ball from. Nick Lewis, Nick at night, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. It is the Stamps and the Alouettes, a Friday night, a game you can catch right here on News Talk 770. Uh, so, so, Nick, let me ask you this. There, there is a new quarterback in town, obviously, in Montreal. He is Darian Durant. He's got a nice a CFL resume. How is the early chemistry between you and, and Mr. Durant? 
it's good. You know, we have a lot of communication. Um, we're just trying to right the ship, and, and that's one of the things uh, with getting a guy who's never played with any receiver on our team. And to be able to try to find that chemistry in games, we'll have drives where we look really good, and we have drives where we don't connect as much. So it's one of those things that you can see every week at practice. We get better and better. And uh, having the veterans that we have, like Ernest Jackson and B.J. Cunningham and uh, Sam DeGuerre and Taquan Underwood, we really go out and practice hard. You know, I feel like I practice harder at practice now uh, than I did uh, my first few years in Calgary throughout my career. So, so it's it's a chemistry that just doesn't happen overnight, does it? it it's something you do have to work oh, on? of course not. There's so many different things, and the game has changed. Uh, you know, talking to people, the game has changed so much that now there's a lot of droppers. There's, you know, you have ends dropping, you have tackles dropping, you have people dropping nine players. Uh, the game has changed so much that there's it's so hard to go out and say, okay, I'm going to run it like this when you don't have an idea of how many people is going to drop. You don't have an idea of what defense they're going to run. Uh, and defensive coordinators are doing so much on second down and on first down that it's, it's a guessing game. And, it, and it's the true sense that football really is like playing, or like playing chess because you have no idea what they're about to do uh, each down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I think you're bang on, and 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 you know what's interesting? I, I look at the schedule, and you know I'm trying to do the math in my head, which I'm not very smart, as you know, Nick. But you know I, I see that game Friday, September the the 29th here in Calgary, and you know I look at G Roy's numbers, I look at your numbers. If things work out according to my plan, you could set that record right here in Calgary. What would, if that happens? What would that mean to you? You know because you did spend you know some great years here in Calgary. It would be amazing. I mean, to to be able to do that there in front of those fans that have supported me uh, throughout my career that continue to support me now. I mean, it's just an amazing feeling uh, to to look back and still see the stuff on the uh, scoreboard about the Nicholas Nation, mm-hmm. uh, to still get tweets and, and things after games from stamp fans and, uh, and just know that the love and everything is still there, man. It's just it, it was an amazing journey there. Um, Jock, I tell you the truth, I wouldn't want to wait that long to break it. But if I do, if I had anywhere to break it, um, I would love to do it there. Boy, no, I, I I think you're right, and I understand what you're saying. You want to break it, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. Uh, speaking of the the love from the uh, Nick Lewis Nation, let's go to the phone lines here. Kelvin, you got a little shout out to uh, Nick, do you? Yeah, hey Nick, uh, good to talk to you. Big fan. I cheered for you while you're here, and we've cheered for you since you've gone to Montreal. Appreciate it. Yeah, we, uh, we I appreciate it. The Copen with Nick show. That was uh, fantastic. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows on radio. Hey, I have, I have a oh, question. Oh, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot and of fun. That is we the, never know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> my question is, um, I, I don't know, do you, do you get uh, frustrated with the Montreal offense? Because, quite frankly, I don't find Montreal a very exciting team. To watch uh, last year, they averaged 21 points. This year, they're averaging 19, and it's always just a stingy game. Their defense is always so good that you know they have to keep the other team under 19 or 17 points for a chance to win. Um, I'm just wondering, um, you know, what's your reaction to that uh, as far as being in the offense that doesn't seem to score much? Well, you know, with with all the turnover, the last couple of years I've been here, what three head coaches. Um, changing staffs and things like that. Uh, so many quarterbacks. I think there's over probably nine, ten quarterbacks that's taken a snap uh, over the past three years here. It's it's very hard to get 
camaraderie. It's very hard to go out and execute on a high level every game, game in and game out when you have that turnover. Uh, when you look at Calgary, that's had the same coaching staff uh, pretty much since, uh, other than coaches leaving uh, the offense. Uh, from the 2007 until 2014, my last snap at Calgary, we ran the same offense. Mm-hmm. So when you have that same offense, you have guys in it. It's just go, go, go. Uh, I look at a guy like KJ. KJ's been around since 2013, um, 2013, 2014. And now he's getting in there, and he's been running this offense for four years, five years. So now it makes it an easy transition for him to just go in, and now all it is is playing football. Uh, right. But for us to be able to change offenses, change uh, everything uh, so much, it does make it a hard transition. Okay, thanks. Hey, Kelvin, not appreciate it. No, appreciate not frustrating. no. No, I, it's not I frustrating that. because that's what we do, and and you know you enjoy the challenge. Uh, you know, I wake up every day with the challenge of being better, uh, helping my team be better. I will say this about Montreal: that, that you know, even though there were some changes on defense, that's a pretty good defense. Well, you're only giving up like 20 points a game. It, it, it's a pretty solid defense, Nick. It, it really is, and you know, when, like I said, we've been in every game. Yeah. We're not getting blown out. We've had a chance to win every game in the fourth quarter, um, and unfortunately, we just haven't came up with the plays. Um, through penalties or through our, our play. Do, do you look at the Calgary Stampede defense? I know you know a bunch of guys in that dressing room. You know how beat up they are on the defensive line. Um, you know, they still have a pretty good secondary, but is this a game that you you think you can expose this team? I, I believe we can expose every team. Okay. And I, I believe we have the talent with uh, Tyrell Sutton uh, running the ball and with the weapons we have at receiver and with Darian at quarterback. Our offensive line has gotten a lot better. So, it's just about getting that time and to be able to put drives together. Um, I always enjoy playing Calgary, uh, mostly because me and Deron are such Devon, I mean, are such great friends, and it's his defense. And you know, I take that as a challenge to break his defense, you know, and and to go out and, and play well. So I, I'm looking forward to it. And also, when it's all said and done, you want to look back at the games where you played the best teams and where you played the best players. And that's how you really measure yourself on how you've done. Um, and I believe they have great team and, and great players. And, and I've always said it from day one, I believe Jamar Wall is the best DB in this league. And hopefully I get matched up on him a couple times on game day because that's why I want to test myself. And that's why I want to be uh, when the game's on the line or when we need to keep, keep play, I want to be going against the best to really prove myself. Nick Lewis, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Nick, we'll keep you just for a couple of more. I, I follow you on Twitter. I, I think you're one of the, the best players in the league using Twitter. But i got to ask you, what in the heck is a halo? Uh, and, and what does the halo do? Because I, I saw this contraption you were in the other day. So right now, BJ's over here, EJ's over here, and Ryan Phillips is sitting in the halo right now. <laughs> uh, the halo is electromagnetic therapy. Um, it's actually cutting injury times in half. It's also um, it's it's helping. It's turning... Uh, functioning autism kids into high-functioning autism kids. Really? Um, it, it's helping with ALS, MLS, ADHD, um, all kinds of psychological and uh, neurological uh, damage, brain damage and things like that. Wow. helps with concussions. Uh, but it also, it also helps with um, – there's different protocols. So there's stuff for after surgery. Uh, there's strains, uh, lumbar support, um, all kinds of things. So ankle – ligament and tendon damage and the guy approached me uh this off season about it 
and the director of the company. Uh, we've communicated. He's here in Montreal. He's working with the Canadians last year. He's worked with over 10 MLB and uh, National Hockey League teams. Uh, he let me use this machine for the week to help the guys out. And, um, yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to building a partnership with him and his company and, and moving forward to, to help and make a difference. Is this something you just set up in your own house, or, or do you go out and, 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 and use it where the halo is? I, I wasn't quite clear no, of that. No, it's set up in my house. So it is set up in your house, there's, yeah. There's the magnosphere. The magnosphere is uh, what most guys would, uh, most people would have in clinics. Uh, the halo is actually about 17 pounds. It's portable. And it takes about five minutes to put up. Wow. Uh, I have it up in my living room right now, and I've had guys come over. Uh, Jonathan Mincy actually uh, failed his concussion test again, uh, came over, got in the halo, and then he went in and passed his concussion test the next day. So it's, it's doing a lot of amazing things uh, with helping. Um, the last couple of days of practice, I've been running around better than I've ran around in a long time. My body feels so much better. Um, so. I, I've been doing a lot of stuff, you know, when I came up there and talked to you about the, the EHT. Right. Uh, I'm still taking the EHT. Uh, I gave a, a talk on brain health uh, at a neuro clinic in Regina this off season for two hours. Um, now I, I have this and, and also uh, with air and water as well. So I'm just immersing myself with information and knowledge, and I've I'm, I'm just been so fortunate for uh, to meet people that can help me be better and also help my teammates be better. And I'm, I'm looking forward to spreading this throughout the league. So, um, because this is how we, uh, support our families. This is what we do. And my goal is to allow players to be able to play as long as they want. And when they walk away, be as healthy as they can be and, and be able to enjoy the life with their family after they're done and their kids. So, um, this is this is my goal and this is my mission and this is what I'm doing right now. Well, you know, good on you and, and I think that's really really important. How long do you sit in the halo for? Uh, you can go 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, or 90 minutes. Okay. okay. Um, so you can do as much as you want and you can do as many times as you want and and like I said, it's just electromagnetic therapy. You just sit in there and you'll feel it, you'll feel the tingles and things, but uh, you really feel good getting out. So BJ's back for two days in a row. Uh, Brandon Rutley came over yesterday because he's having some uh, Achilles problems, and he said he felt 100% better today. So it, it's just all about being able to go out and be healthy and, and put a great product on the field. You uh, know, we want to go out and and be great for the fans. We're entertainers, and we want to go entertain. You know what, Nick? It's great. And you talk about, you know, your family and you talk about, uh, you know, your kids. Hey, you, you got I also saw on Twitter that you're, you're a movie critic now. Now, was it you that didn't cry at the new Spider-Man or was that your two-year-old that didn't cry at the Spider-Man? She didn't cry. She oh. didn't cry. She was good. She <laughs> sat down and watched the movie. She watched 90%, fell asleep at the end. But, you know, the people behind us talk more than she did. <laughs> But that was encouraging. Oh, uh, that's uh, that's fantastic. Well, you know, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. And and hey, I, I know that record is right around the corner. And once you set it, you know you're coming back on Sports Talk with Jock. And uh, uh, you know, have a good, have a great game on on Friday night. Really, uh, really good talking to you, Thank man. Thank you. You take care. I appreciate it. You betcha, Nick Lewis. Right, yeah, have a good one. You betcha, Nick Lewis, special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. We got to take a break. We'll get the latest from the Calgary Stampeders. We'll do that after we do a quick timeout. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.